We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm Stan Bunger. I'm Susan Lee Taylor. There are many new wrinkles for Election Day in California, but one thing remains the same you are entitled to paid time off to go vote. KCBS political reporter Doug Sovereign says voters may be surprised by some of the changes in store for next Tuesday's primary election. Does your work schedule make it difficult to vote? Well, your boss is legally required to give you two hours off during your workday with pay so you can cast your ballot. The only requirement is to uh, communicate that to your employer and make arrangements at least two days before election day. Secretary of State Alex Padilla says having an early primary that's hugely influential in the presidential race is not the only thing new this year for California. There is now same-day registration, new voting systems in place in many counties, and Santa Clara, San Mateo, and Napa are among the counties replacing neighborhood polling stations with vote centers that allow longer early voting. Padilla projects record registration and record turnout, which may prolong the vote counting even more. We'll have a pretty good sense of uh, most results on election night, but final numbers won't be for another uh, four weeks uh, or more because it takes time to count all the ballots. Doug Sovereign, KCBS. As we've been reporting this morning, the CDC says the first possible case of what could be a community spread version of coronavirus in the U.S. involves a North Bay resident now being treated in Sacramento County. KCBS's Matt Bigler's been following the story and joins us live with the latest. Well, Susan, at this point, there are really more questions than answers about this particular case of coronavirus. As we know, the patient is from Solano County, now being treated at UC Davis Medical Center in Sacramento. What's concerning is health officials say this patient did not recently travel overseas or come in contact with someone known to have COVID-19. So this could be a sign that the disease is spreading in the community. Matt Willis, public health officer for Marin County says the good news is uh, the coronavirus is not as serious as initially believed. A picture is emerging that that is you know letting us know that this is actually a disease that has a wide range of symptoms and that it, it may not be as lethal as it seems to have been in the early days when we were getting the, the data from China with a 2% mortality rate. About 80% of coronavirus cases in China are mild, with patients developing cold-like symptoms to minor pneumonia. No children under the age of 9 have died from the disease that we know of. Those most at risk are over the age of 80. Nonetheless, this is a concerning development. If the disease is spreading in Solano County, like it is in some other countries, it will be much harder for health officials to contain and control it. Matt Bigler, case CBS. Thank you, Matt. In Japan, schools nationwide closed because of coronavirus concerns. They're shutting them down for a month. In China, children have been going to school remotely over the Internet. Here in California, school officials reviewing emergency plans should they need to close schools. KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub in Marin County this morning with that part of the story. Jeffrey? 
Yes, Dan, we checked around with some school districts about the uh, Bay Area, and they are starting to put up links or notifications about what to do to prevent uh, getting uh, coronavirus or getting exposed. Here in Marin, the Marin County Office of Education prominently displays a set of guidelines, and I'm just going to read to you what they say because some of it uh, is new information to me anyway. These are some of the things they encourage people to do, encourage students and staff to stay home when they're sick, Those who have a fever at school should go home and stay home until fever-free for at least 24 hours without the aid of fever-reducing medication. They say separate sick students uh, from staff, from others, until they can be picked up uh, to go home. Promote hygiene. uh, We've all heard that. Uh, Promote hygiene among students and staff through education. Schedule time for hand-washing and availability of soap and uh, water and hand sanitizer. And, of course, avoid touching your face. Uh, Teachers uh, uh, should encourage uh, proper etiquette and also clean surfaces. So this is new information uh, to us, and I think this is the kind of thing you're going to see school districts and schools and principals uh, starting to, uh, you know, act on in in the days ahead. In uh, Mill Valley, Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS.